shit! Oh shit! No! <laughs> oh shit! No! No, this is not happening! Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter! Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter! Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter! Shit! Alright, booyakasha. Let us drop the morning cable on the Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. This is Ken Petrie in the bedroom studio over in Queens, New York. Back at headquarters, the main studio in Slidell, we got Dan Kirk. Hey, motherfuckers. Over at the Mandeville Blanket Fort, we got Critter Spears. Hey, guys. Just having a few problems with the Blanket Fort and recording stuff, so I sound a little weird. It's because the Blanket Fort's not what it used to be. We won't judge you. It's okay, buddy. You're in a safe zone. It's been, it's it's been under siege. It's been damaged. There's been uh, damaged by those damn kids taking all the all the blankets. Enemy, enemy pillow fire. Joining us tonight, we got a stowaway on the Zeppelin fan of the show, generous Patreon member, master streamer. That doesn't sound dirty, does it? No, no, it doesn't. All right, awesome. Navi, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely, welcome aboard, man. Now, they, I doubt these little noises are going to be popping up like the. 80. Notifications. They might be, Don't. and actually, that's what I'm going to go and double check and turn off notifications right quick. Okay. Haha. So messages definitely. Get rid of all no. these fucking. I think you made it worse. No, no, no. I'm no. fucking worse. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm I'm making oh all my these God. notifications. What the hell? You- <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Ah, uh, there we go. Now, are you good. walking between slot machines? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All notifications have been deafened and will not be interrupting the rest of the show. It did nice. sound like a slot machine, though. Like, yeah. Different <laughs> slot machines. Fuck that, by the way. Like, I've stood in the middle of a completely empty uh, slot machine section of a casino and i've heard like a jackpot noise going off and like coins like where the fuck is that even coming from yeah it's like that same bullshit where they just put the smell of baking cookies and they're not actually baking cookies that's fucked up man i mean that's just mean that's abuse right there yeah i stopped going to open houses i wasn't gonna buy anyway but (laughs) i just go to take a shit in the bathroom and then i leave (laughs) take shit in the bathroom a couple tea sandwiches and i'm out I, oh, and I leave a review. I'm like, this place. <laughs> you should buy this place. <laughs> the bathroom is super nice. Or will be in 20 minutes. <laughs> um, there was a right. time I did walk through a house. <laughs> I went to an open house and I walked through it. Went in the backyard. I'm like, oh, what a nice backyard. Walk back in. I had dog shit on my feet. Out <laughs> the I tracked it all through the house. And, I was, and then I was like, oh, and when I realized what happened, I'm like, oh, I got to go. And I just left. I didn't say anything to anybody. I just rolled the fuck out because I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be that guy. I'll be the guy that like does it and then no one finds out. But I'm definitely not going to be the guy that tells you about it and gets yelled at. Nope. <laughs> well, you got to buy this house now. You shit in it. You bought it. No. <laughs> that would be a terrible you, fucking rule. Dear God. You shit in it. You buy it. Yeah. Yeah. That seems uh, like an oddly specific rule for a realtor to have at their open house. Or is it what, genius? What goes on when you do a showing? I think it's genius because people are going to be like, oh, crap, ah, I screwed up. I guess. OK. All right. That makes sense because it's shit in it in terms of like using the bathroom. I, I was talking more like somebody just rocking one in the foyer. 
Like that's it. You've tagged it. That's I'll get. I'll draft the paperwork. <laughs> Clearly, you've marked it. <laughs> the the gentleman that submitted an offer, dude. If, you, if, if crop do dusting you have a was, plan? <laughs> if crop dusting meant you had to buy something, I would own so many stores, so many other people's houses. <laughs> Real estate guru, <laughs> just and cars. I'd have a fleet of cars. You know. <laughs> oh so, my god! So many Ubers. <laughs> oh, I'd I'd oh, probably wow. own a few Boeings. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's trainer. Right. That's how you spread COVID, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Premium broadcasting like this can be heard on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, and Pandora. You can contact us on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud. We're on that Graham. We're on Twitter at WIM Show. You can email us, podcastwim at gmail.com. Snail mail, let's P.O. Box 5896, Slidell, Louisiana 70469. Leave a voicemail, 985-265-7726. I know it's been pretty dragged out with the quarantine chronicles and everything else, but the zombie game is still a thing. It's still active. You can still submit uh, entries for it. In fact, this is the last episode that you can do that because uh, the next time you hear us, we're going to be breaking it all down for the listeners. So get those submissions in now. By the way, this is episode 169, semester 17, swearing on behalf of the Ehlers Danlow Society. Well, we're going to back up for a fucking minute. What do I even mean by that swearing on behalf? Well, that encapsulates what this show is and what we do, which is, in essence, what we call a swearity. What the fuck is a swearity? I am so glad you asked. A swearity is a combination of swearing and charity. That is what we do. A lot of bad words, but a lot of good intentions. We do uh, 10 cents. We do a dime. Every time we say a bad fucking no-no dirty word, we pile up those dimes, and at the end of every 10-episode run, which we call semesters, that gets donated to a worthy charitable cause. So as I mentioned before, this semester, semester 17, we are swearing on behalf of the Ehlers Danilo Society. You can check those guys out. Ehlers-Danlos.com to find out a little bit more about what Ehlers-Danlos is and what these guys are doing to help identify it, treat it, combat it, uh, and spread awareness. Ehlers-Danlos Society, Ehlers-Danlos.com, this semester's charity swear jar recipient. And uh, coming up, as far as the rest of the program, we're going to be getting into Larry's for a little cocktail, taking ourselves a small break. When we get back, we got Dan's Arcade. Fuck yeah, we do, kid. It's going to be good times. Get them tokens ready. And the topic du jour suggested by our executive producer. Exactly. Executive producer. Yes. A podcast looks at five years. Uh, We've been at this for five years now. I'm going to be kind of looking back, sharing memories. This isn't this isn't going to be a clip episode. So we're we're not taking the lazy man's way out. But We're just going to be discussing um, highlights, best bits, just, you know, kind of retracing our steps over the past five years of this wonderful swearity of ours. Five years of foul mouth philanthropy. I love that. Well, who the fuck is thirsty? Me. I'm a little parched. Oh. Now let's kick the door open to Larry's. Oh, man. I've, um, well, okay. So just because it's been quarantine and I don't do anything, I still, goddamn it, go to the goddamn grocery store still every fucking Friday. And last week I spent $150 on booze. (laughs) 
Damn. As, so you, as like you do. One really nice bottle of something. Or... Oh God, no! Are you kidding me? No, fuck no. What is he made I'm a of money? Guy here. I uh, <laughs> I bought six bottles of wine, uh, a couple bottles of liquor, a couple six packs of different shit. You know, just I I got that bat squash stuff, which was kind of good. Um, mm. But uh, one of the things that I've been wanting to get and I just never did um, was blue curacao. Finally, fucking bit the bullet. Which is weird. I bought green chartreuse before I bought blue carousel, <laughs> which is eleven dollars. That does seem oh. a little out of order. Oh. I am questioning your motives here, Crater. Well, it's okay. So a lot of the the more traditional cocktails call for green chartreuse, right? Mm-hmm. Blue carousel is more. It has a whole thing of being tropical, right? The electric lemonade. What all all those Bahama Mama, all that kind of shit. All of it's just kind of. Uh, tropical nonsense and I'm like eh, I don't do a lot of those because you need a lot of fruit juices and I, I went over it earlier and my feelings on fruit juices and I don't want a giant fucking bottle I need little 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 uh, airport fucking liquor style bottles of that shit of- well Dole I think it's Dole they kind of got the right idea like they you can give like the little six or those mini cans that are the tab is so fucking hard, flat to the top that you need a goddamn claw peen hammer to get it open. I mean, there are some, some, sure. But I mean, like some call for pineapple juice, some call for orange juice, grapefruit juice. There are all these different juices that really all you can find is in smaller quantities, apple, which I haven't seen a single cocktail call for apple juice, which now makes me wonder why the fuck not. It's delicious. And then orange juice, you know? So you're kind of stuck right. on options, but I have all that ecto cooler, so that's been helpful. I drink. All- <laughs> <laughs> I use the ecto cooler in place of orange juice a lot of the time. Um, but so I bought should. the blue curacao, <laughs> and okay. I, I still didn't have the fruit juices, so I was just like, "Fuck, what can I make?" And I started looking up what I can make, and I came across the bluebird, and it's super fucking simple to make, super fucking simple, and okay. it's actually not too bad. Um, so the recipe is about two ounces, two ounces of gin. So you know we're we're on our gin. We're all gin okay, right, right. here. Okay. And good, then good, um, good. it calls this recipe particular recipe calls for a half ounce of blue curacao, but I believe I used a one ounce. So I did two ounces of gin, one Anastasia. ounce of blue curacao, and then a dash mm-hmm. of bitters. And oh, okay. put it put it in a shaker, shake, strain. You know, garnish with a brandy cherry. I just use maraschino cherry. And mm-hmm. it looks really fucking pretty because it is so it fucking blue. It looks yeah. like toilet bo- toilet bowl blue, you know? <laughs> yep. And if that's not how you drew water as a kid, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. yeah. No. Something's wrong. Yeah. No, water with that and fucking sun in the corner, man. That's how it rocks. Yellow sun in the corner. Blue water. <laughs> Flowers as big as the house. That's how it fucking went down, baby. Yellow right. one is the sun. <laughs> Um, and I mean, it, blue curacao, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the process is different, but I mean, I've, I always saw blue curacao as, all right, there's something that you want to put that you would normally put like triple sec in, except it's blue. It's just blue orange. The same thing, but why give it, why, why blue? Why does it have to have this fucking sea that you have to like find super, you know, do a drop down on the sea to find it? It's it's uh let's see what the history is here. Um it's made from dried peels of the Lahara. Lahara is a bitter orange native. There you go. There we the, go. Okay. Native to Curacao. And why is it blue though? Ba, 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 a little bit of flesh. For funsies. 
<laughs> because <laughs> we right can. Here. And then the inventor was like, for f***sies, I'll make it blue. You know, for shits and gigs. Let's just, uh, yeah, you know what it was? They, they're like the sh- latest shipment of bitter orange peels was supposed to come out. And then they also sent like a Kirkland Signature 55-gallon barrel of blue food coloring. You know what? There it is. <laughs> got got me a marketing is. idea. Got it. Oh, here it is. Um, of course, this uh, citation needed, but it was the element of alchemy mystery to his products. So the guy ah. that that uh, Lucas Bowles tended to add in. Bowles. Of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, that cheap ass shit that you buy fucking invented it. <laughs> I see. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, in other words, yes, for fun. It was for funsies. Of course, citation needed, but we're going to, I'm going to rewrite it and say for funsies. I'm going to put that citation in there, right. Verified for funsies. (laughs) There's a whole tagline for bowls. Play with your bowls. (laughs) (laughs) But but no lie, man, it is actually kind of like a cool thing to have around just blue carousel. I mean, when it comes down to it, man, I've been, I've been using control a lot for orange liqueur. And now, after using triple sec, why am I spending that much money? But like, say, I get yeah. it. It's yeah. better. Yeah, be is, making... it, is it really better? I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't drink it straight to have it to be a thing where I'm going to be like, oh, this is so much better than the eleven dollar bottle of fucking triple sec. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, do yeah. I need do I need to spend thirty to forty dollars on the same size bottle of eleven dollars? And it's not like it's a good liquor where I'm like, oh, well, that's my base. That's what I'm going to get really fucked up on that's why i'm that's it's my goal right there no it is just a flavor agent it's it's half of usually what the liquor is or less why am i doing this to myself no exactly plus you can just swap the curacao out with all of it and you got a bunch of cool colors now like blue margaritas and (laughs) um you could probably do like a weird kind of purpley uh cosmo with it oh dude i'll fuck with that Fuck that and with the ecto cooler. Who knows what's gonna happen? We've been making our way through Mad Men and it's fucking hilarious because they they all train their children how to make their cocktails for them. So the kid disappears and shows back up with a Manhattan. <laughs> Thank you. Like oh, wow. Man. All right. This That's why they had him back then. Great I feel like that was very tongue in cheek though, man, because there's a lot of shit in there that like when the kids are playing in the the uh, dry cleaning bag, you know, they're like, Now what do we say? Like, where, are you wearing that dry cleaning bag? Like, yes. Where's your father's suit? It's like, come on. That's what right. you're worried about? That's that's the concern? Well, in that case, this should have gone even further with it. Like, you know, maybe somebody says, hey, Don, over here. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll be right there. Takes, you know, hands a cigarette to his kid. All right, keep this lit. I'll be right back. <laughs> Don't let it go out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I'll tell you, though, the madman thing about them having a bar, that that's... That's a real thing that I'm on board with. Them, yeah. everyone having enough shit to have an at-home bar is amazing. Right? It's like one of the best investments I ever did for my house. Like they all had in-office bars. <laughs> well, we do have beer at the office. I mean, um, swear, if if Watch Your Mouth had a corporate headquarters in a skyscraper somewhere, you can bet your ass. Like, not even every office, like every room. Period. If yes. there are four walls, there's going to be a liquor setup. It'd be weird there'll having be it in the restroom. But then there's going to be a central hangout of Larry's. Yeah. It's the Larry yeah. Lounge. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Larry Core. <laughs> <laughs> 
I probably would never leave. Right? <laughs> Everyone would <laughs> hang out. No one, no one would be able to. Everyone's so drunk all the time. Like, right, <laughs> right. Or everyone's got like a Eddie Valiant Murphy bed in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. Oh, man. I, I, I'll tell you, man, like that's been a godsend having just a bunch of alcohol stocked up for this um, uh, quarantine or just not even it's not even really a quarantine, but just there's no reason yeah. to go out. <laughs> You know, so no. you're just a fucking Michael to stay at home and just drink. And now, it, now alcoholism is just almost like being a uh, a responsible citizen. Like he's just getting drunk at home by himself. He's he's a hero. That guy, <laughs> that guy's a good kid. <laughs> he's not going out. He's not. Yeah, this dude's, this dude gets it. Doing my part from my blanket fort. <laughs> getting faced. <laughs> Oh shit. I, I shit. I hope it's not becoming a problem. <laughs> ah, you'll be fine. It'll be okay. Just tell your liver to walk it off. Be a champ. <laughs> I mean, it kind of raises an interesting point too. Like just recently I discovered one of those like at-home tasting bar delivery services for different yeah, spirits right. and stuff and Dude, I've gotten into so much fucking trouble with that damn thing. They have whiskey galore as far as the eye can see, and it's just like, I want it all. You gotta have so it what, one of them, you know. Must least. have. So, so what's uh, your poison? To, Are you, um, yeah, 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 all right, you were going exactly. there. Same question. <laughs> Ken, go ahead and ask. Like, What's your genre? Are you more of a, a bourbon rye American type? Do you go for scotches, the, the I mean, Japanese scotch or you just sort of always or so i'm i'm dabbling dabbling in multiple areas right so right now right now i'm really really heavy into bourbon Mm. not just like kentucky tennessee i'm just talking about in general bourbon Mm -hmm. is right where my wheelhouse is right now i've dabbled in scotch a little bit not too much of a fan of some of it rye it's okay mm-hmm. uh irish sure i i sure. can drive with some of them and japanese i haven't been able to touch yet because it's just too goddamn expensive uh, yeah. I've, had the, I've had japanese whiskey i haven't had japanese scotch yeah and uh canadian whiskey i guess i like the sweeter whiskeys so like mm-hmm. I like bourbon and I like Canadian whiskey. I like mm-hmm. those over the other ones. But I mean I can handle all the whiskeys, but I prefer bourbon. And honestly, man, for my money, I'll buy Jim Beam. I fucking love Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I can't find bourbons that I buy Bullet to make cocktails with. <laughs> but that between Jim Beam, I'm like you know I kind of like Jim Beam better. And I don't, maybe it's, I, I don't know, maybe it's the cigarette butts they put out in it when they're making it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to that credit, I can understand. But for my money, like if I'm going for something that is high proof, but low cost, Wild Turkey 101 all day. Dude, I, I, yeah, I actually agree with that. Turkey's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it gets, just like Jim Beam, it gets a rap for being kind of uh, yeah, a little on the less than sophisticated side <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah it's it's got a decent flavor and it'll get you there uh i'll do you i'll do you one even better old crow oh old crow wow okay yeah. i've actually got a bottle of that over at my home bar right now yeah right <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff it's good stuff yeah it, it does the thing all right to cheap whiskey oh, sorry anybody was... think of anything for the bluebird 
the bluebird. Join the Mile High Club. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Exit. What did Frank call it? I'm going to be the going to bang her in the bathroom. I'm going to be the first member of the Air Sex Society. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> God damn it, Frank. They already got something called that. No, they don't. Yeah. Anybody good for a break? Yeah, let's go. Take a little break, Ski. Sure. Fantastic. All right. We'll take a little break. And when we come back, we got Dan's Arcade. Fuck yeah, kids. Token time. And then uh, we're going to sit and reflect on what we've done with our time. In this past half of a goddamn decade. God, we're old. It's beautiful. Right? Stay tuned. Be right back with you. Hey there, lunch crowd. The makers of Fuck Ups, America's number one microwavable Vietnamese delight, is pleased to announce the new resealable Fuck Up. No more letting all that heat and flavor go to waste if something interrupts your lunch. Just shut the fuck up and get it done. Conference call? Shut the fuck up. Boss just moved your deadline? Shut the fuck up. Coworkers selling those middle-of-the-road fundraiser chocolate bars again? Shut the fuck up. Whatever the day throws at you, now you can shut the fuck up and deal with it. The new resealable lid fuck-ups. It's going to be a fuck-up kind of day. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. All right, and we are back. Um, Dan, if you would please escort us to the arcade. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. That's right, kids. Welcome to the arcade. Hope you got all them tokens saved up because we got some shit to do. So let's uh, let's jump into it right quick. Uh, out, uh, well, I would say in the theater normally, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to watch this streaming very soon. Um, but this is uh, coming Wait, out here did you say in the theater. Did you say out in the theater? I said 
I would say out in the theater pretty soon. He, he caught himself. Yeah, because yeah, oh, I, I was going so excited. It's weird how much I miss going to the movies, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. It's yeah. fucking crazy, man. Like I keep going and looking on IMDb, and I'm like, what's coming out? I can't go. Why do you even fucking look, you dumbass? It's like I just I want to go get some popcorn. I want to go have a fucking beer, and I want to watch a movie at the theaters, and I can't, uh, can't. Uh, it hurts. I'm just sorry. Get off my soapbox there. A little, little moment. God damn it. For you to stream and not in the theaters, unfortunately, at this point in time, uh, yeah, this, yeah. Well, this this film is uh, going uh, to Northern Australia, okay, where five friends find themselves exploring a remote cave system uh, when they are threatened by hungry crocodiles. This movie is known as Blackwater Abyss, uh, and this is coming out in the beginning of August for you to check out. So this isn't just like a normal day in Australia. No, it it is. It's 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 just called Tuesday for most people in Australia. It's Tuesday, right? <laughs> you know, Three uh, men trying to run errands. Like, and there's a movie in itself. You know, like it's waiter in Australia, and they're trying to bring food, but they're on a flatboat. And crocodiles are trying to attack him. I just made the next crocodile flick in Australia. There you go. You're welcome. Whoever. I mean, that's to- very, very close to the movie Crawl, which was not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this, uh, this one that uh, just looking at could are like watching the trailer for it and everything. I, I'm obsessed with crocodiles and alligators. Okay, I, I, I think they're amazing creatures, and them as being the the pr- uh, protagonists in films like uh, i'm 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 sucked into them anything like any uh you know like sharks octopus uh, squid anything like that i'm like yep i'm watching it i don't care it's just fucking terrible whoever's in it but uh i was i was watching the trailer for this this looks like it's going to be uh an interesting little flick um am i going to say i'm going to like instantly go out and pay 20 bucks to stream it for myself nope gonna wait when it goes on to a streaming service i'm gonna watch it but this is what caught my eye that is supposed to be in the theaters right now um uh, a lot of the uh, actors and actresses that are in this uh, and there's not a lot honestly this is a very small cast because i mean you know it's like five friends basically going into a cave and then finding out that it's that's just right too many people in a cave man yeah. oh, would you trust five people in a cave that's just too many uh, right well you know like, like if it gets cave. tight it's when it gets tight, you're going to be like, come on, seriously, try to think about sitting at a bar, right? Everyone sits in one line, mm-hmm. you know, you only talk to the like, person on each side of you. It should only be a three thing in a tight space like that. Right. Three at most. Right. When you have to lean over or lean back to talk to someone and no idea if you're talking to them or not. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? And yeah, also that too many people. There's crosstalk. Three. There's crosstalk. You're yelling over there. It's like, yeah, I love that. And somebody said, what? No, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the other guy on the opposite side of you. Calm your shit. It's either a three or two. That's how it works. Or if you have yeah, a dog. I, so you can you can go Scooby-Doo rules or Ghostbuster rules. <laughs> that's that's about it. Right. Over I three. think the, the cave fire marshal posts signs outside. Three to a cave. That's it. <laughs> it's your it's your cave limit. Two's co- two's company, three's a cave. Dude, I don't know if you've ever been to like a, a cave. Like, have you ever d- done a tour in a cave? Yeah, a couple times actually. They mm-hmm. they really do have a lot of rules about how many people go in at once I mean, and what you can do and touch and this and that. So I mean, it's they 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 dumb it down for you quite a bit. Uh, d- just a just a, a, f- a little factoid about old Dansky over here. I've uh, I've gone into a cave in the Blue John Mives mines of England, and um, actually gone into what is known as the Devil's Arse, 
which is uh, <laughs> yeah. I like I was like I was like seriously that did y'all vote on this name? And, uh, and, and yeah, it's when going down there, uh, holy crap, like, uh, almost a mile and a half into the, you know, the earth, holy shit, it is crazy. And it gets cl- cramped very quickly. Also the temperature drop was the most shocking thing because during the time we were in England for this trip to the devil's arse, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was very much like like a heat wave in England, which a heat wave in England is like 70. So, you know, <laughs> it was a balmy. Oh, sweltering. Oh no. It was like people were outside in like, you know, uh, bikinis and shit out in the front lawn trying to get a tan. And I'm over here. Like it's you not- must've looked ridiculous. <laughs> yes. I was like, I was in like a t-shirt and shorts. And like, how do you wear that? And I'm like, it's 70 and it's in England. What the fuck? 70? I, uh, shit, I'd be wearing a jacket, man. Uh, if there's even a little breeze, I'm cold. Uh, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, getting down a mile and a half into the earth, you know, I, I didn't think. I'm like, well, it's going to be the same temperature. No dumb shit. It was like, uh, I think it got as low as 40. And I was in like, Damn. yeah, no, I, they had told us to bring jackets. I'm like, jackets, <laughs> no way. What, what is you this jack off? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not going to bring a <laughs> fucking jacket. So no, yeah, I, I quickly was like, oh fuck, it's cold. You guys yeah, were not spoken. The guy giving tours and Satan's goatsy going to tell me where to wear a jacket. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Dude, right. I'm telling you, it is, Louisiana has fucked up everybody yeah. when they go to other places. It it's because it's the most inhospitable state or p- place on the planet, basically, because <laughs> you go, you go n- up North, for instance, like Dan, who, heat wave and set, well, especially up North, maybe yeah. people in towards the equator, they get us, they understand. Right. But like you go up North, like Dan was saying, wearing shorts and seven degree weather, everybody thinks he's, he's, uh, you know, like, why are you have so many clothes on when I was in Canada? So yeah, I was cold. But when they have, when you go into a, a, a store or a building or whatever, they have the heater going full fucking blast. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh, everybody, they go from freezing cold to just in there and they're still wearing their jackets, gloves, scarves, and they're just walking around like normal. Me, I'm like, what the fuck? Like instantly, like it was like opening an oven door. Yeah. You know, it's like, I wasn't like, Ooh, this feels good. It was like, what the fuck? Why is it so hot? I'm peeling stuff off. It got to a point where it's just to my undershirt and it was just like sitting there going, why the f- why is it so hot in here? I just want to step outside for a little bit because it's so hot. It's warm and hot, probably just like North Australia, where the dark water abyss takes place. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get off of these movies for you to watch that are out for you to stream. Not in theaters, motherfucker. Um, all right, let's move into films out to own uh, for you to check out and put into your collection. I'm going to go back to a little film that came to us uh, in 2010 from Warner Brothers, um, it started making you question, am I dreaming or not? Uh, this film is Inception, is now available for you to own on 4K Ultra HD. Do you need it on 4K Ultra HD? If you don't own it, yeah, sure. If you got a 4K display, yeah, and a 4K player, yeah, why not? If you don't, just get it on Blu-ray. It's on five. Do- it's a $5 bin deal special, okay? Dude, this is one of the few movies I have on Blu-ray. Right. Right? 
I, well, uh, okay, I'm not going to even get into that because you'll no, no, you'll make fun of me. This will be good stuff. Uh, yeah, I've I've got it on Blu-ray, uh, <laughs> and uh, I've got lots of films critter that unfortunately I own on DVD, and then they're like, hey, it's on Blu-ray now. Oh, I better get that. And it's like, but it was filmed in this lower resolution. Shut up. I need it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. You you heard my economical thing about shopping at Sam's. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, no, nah, man. This this movie, fuck. I don't. I, I can't even say enough good things about it. And like how it just like trips you out uh, you, from the beginning to the end. Uh, just watching this film and just fuck. What did I just watch? Am I awake? Am I sleeping? Am I okay? Will I survive How's it this? Going? <laughs> I recently rewatched it. It's just, yeah, it's got a great just popcorn factor to it. It's mm. like the fight scenes, the car chases, yeah. the He shootouts. just gets it. He gets it, man. Like Chris yeah. Nolan gets yeah. it where he puts enough action in it and makes it like, um, like more cerebral enough that people that like, that want to feel superior for liking dense movies, mm-hmm. they <laughs> like it. And then people that like action like this. And then also, you know, like, the, the overall acting and casting is just amazing. So he's I mean, he's got that movie movie math down. He's got the equation to do it right. Yeah. Yep. Well, it, it's just great because he can. He just takes things that are just kind of like would otherwise be straight to DVD movies. Like this is essentially kind of like I don't know what you would think like um, equilibrium type of deal. Mm, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just action in a sci-fi weird world. And then people are like, we're going to try to make sense of this. And then he turns it into a big budget movie. Uh, so like, yeah, the, I, who the fuck can do that? You know, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, if uh, have you ever seen that movie with Jude Law Existence? No. Uh, okay. Nope. That's that's one that comes to my mind. Like it was a film. I think it was done in uh, fuck. It was done. Um, and I'm, I might even got the title mixed up, but it was a Canadian film that like they tried so hard to talk about like going into a video game, but doing it in a real life setting. So when you go in and you dive, you just wake up and it, it's you and you're inside the game itself. But then it's like, oh, dude, it's it's weird. It, it's but the way what they were trying to do, they couldn't do at the time, but they were really trying to force it. And um I'll have to look it up and check it out, but that that's like the way you put it like critter. This should have been like a, a B movie idea, but then it's done. It's done just right. He's, he's got it correct uh, to keep everybody excited about it. Um, Inception is definitely done, done correctly. So uh, I agree with that completely. So now here's the golden question. Okay. Navi, have you seen this movie? No. <laughs> 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 oh, wait a minute. You're telling me we actually have somebody on the podcast that's worse about seeing movies than I am? Apparently so. <laughs> Fucking right. I have not seen any movie from between 2005 and today. Oh, so I love this guy. All right. If, that's- if you put a name of a movie in front of me, if it's before 2005, I've probably seen it. If it's up until today, fuck no. all right well from now on just just you know bear in mind when they start breaking my balls for not having seen something i'm just going to defer them straight to you strength in numbers (laughs) you know it evens it out two versus two that's fine because i'm just gonna sit there flipping them all off because i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) okay but navi here's the difference here ken actually when he finally does watch the fucking movie he ends up liking them 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is so that. There, and then he'll go out of his way to watch some kind of bullshit fucking movie, Arrival. <laughs> instead, of, instead of a movie like, Ken, have you seen this movie? Nope, not yet. Not, hey, you haven't seen Endgame yet? Nope. Haven't seen I did, it. I did finally watch that. <laughs> but, but the difference but, uh, between Ken and I is he can sit there and watch a movie and actually enjoy it, even if he has never fucking seen it. I sit there and watch a movie and go, there's a video game that did this better. And I'll just go play that. Right. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't have to just sit here and watch a character do it. I am the character and I can get to live it almost. Technically. Oh man. He is, he is straight up the antithesis of me. Cause I swear to God, if I see a video game, I can be like, man, this is just clash. God of war. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but this is clash of the Titans, bro. <laughs> Dan, you mentioned a little while ago about a movie where, a cro- where crocodiles are the protagonist. And mm-hmm. it got me thinking, wait, there are movies like that? Yeah. I was wondering about that as well, about the protagonist comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, so, like, they're the good guy. But then I'm thinking, like, what about a Buddy Stoner movie? Oh, no. Okay. Crocodiles. I got my worms mixed up. <laughs> Antagonist, not protagonist. Sorry. Yeah. That's a, but no, but I, I still think like a Polly Shore crocodile animated flick. You can call it Crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. It's like Kangaroo Jack, but that's a crocodile. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh. Still take place in Australia. Oh man, <laughs> fucking god damn it, Paul Hogan. He would have to be the voice because you know that man's a fucking treasure. Oh, oh hell yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, thanks for man. Y'all need to y'all need to fix that shit sooner, son. I've already passed on that segment. You can't can't be letting me say <laughs> protagonist. That's the hero. Antagonist, bad guy, dumb shit, Dan. God damn I it. I hadn't thought of Crockpot at the time. That yeah. just that yeah. just happened. <laughs> <laughs> like when you like when you cook with a crockpot, it takes time. Oh. But then bam. <laughs> Chili. Oh, oh, that was a total inception, which is now out on 4K Blu-ray for you to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh man. All right. That's out for you to own. If you don't own it already and you really need to have it in 4K Ultra HD, go for it. It's now available. Or just check the cheap Blu-ray bin, because it's worth it. Um, let's move on to my favorite part of the segment. And I know Navi's favorite part of the segment. Let's talk about Dan's Arcade in the video game section. All right. Right? Right? Critter, take a nap. Here we go. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, there are two games that are coming out uh, here early August that I'm really excited about. Um, and one more so than the other, the other one just caught my eye. Cause I was like, eh, I don't know what this topic is. So I'll jump into that one that I'm kind of like dipping my toes into the, the pond of this game, which is called Scully. Um, I I've watched a little bit of the gameplay of this and the style, the look of this game. Um, and the banter actually is what was more exciting in watching the gameplay uh, spotlight that's available on their website by Mortis Games. Uh, Scully looks like you are playing a, as this little, like almost, I guess, s- spherical um, shape skull uh, that is allowed to go into mud and summon different types of creatures and then solve puzzles and uh, do adventuring boards and of the like. Um, I, but the, the banter between who I don't know who the characters are uh, and what they're saying, but uh, it's it's great. This game is a weird mix of like kind of like, um, well, I guess the uh, Pikmin 
is the the turn is is a game that c- comes up in my head where in, in Pikmin you have certain characters that do certain abilities that can s- survive certain elements and stuff. It looks like in Scully you can you know bring yourself up as a certain type of character like a a, a basher, somebody who's wind based, mud based, whatever you know, uh, different elements in this. This this game looks pretty fucking cool. Um, even just seeing a trailer for today, and I'm going straight off the trailer screenshot and all that stuff, kids. Um, but uh, it's going to be available on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Don't s- uh, And PC, actually. They're just not showing it on there. Huh, I see how it is. Okay, all right. Movies, games. Leave out the PC players. Right? Uh, yeah. I, saw how, I saw how it is. I had to click on a little drop-down, my friend, and see what other platforms. But it will be available for, on PC, so I'm sure you, your most platforms, such as Steam, Epic, you'll be able to check it out. Um, like I said, this, this looks like a different style of gameplay because when you're playing as scully the main little character the little spheroid skull that runs around it's like you're a little marble and you're just rolling around but you can roll up different certain spots of you know uh, of the field and everything like that but then you can like i said you jump into these mud pits and summon different creatures so uh it looks cool i, I want to dig into this a little further than just the trailer but it, it looks fun it looks to be a lot of fun so it it does look fun but i I kind of see a little bit of a different approach with it than you do, Dan. Go for I'm, it. I'm seeing a little bit of uh, like Spyro, like Spyro the Dragon. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. With or even or, or even Crash Bandicoot for anybody that has played those. Um, yeah, I do see the little bits of Pikmin in there, but I mean, it, it's going to be a puzzle platformer with some action thrown in. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be really interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, no, it it looks to be fun. And and the Spyro, and I'll tell you, Spyro, when I got my first PlayStation um, playing that, I only got to play the demo. I never really got into Spyro, uh, the series. Uh, and Crash Bandicoot, that was like, actually... I love f- Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that was the first game I played, actually, on my PlayStation when I got it. Oh. Dan, you poor deprived soul. I know. I was really into f- FPSs at that time, and, and like, whatever. I, I, yeah. I really like Crash Bandicoot. Here's the thing, fun. though. Here's the thing, though. You can go back on Steam and get those trilogies right now. Oh, true that. Yes. No. It's it's amazing what is available. We live in a great time, my friend. A great oh, yes. fucking time. Oh yeah. Uh, for for gaming and anything. I mean, like there there are games galore that you know. Um, and games that I'll buy and send Ken's way that he didn't get to play himself and just add to the Steam library of shit for him to play on and stuff. So it's it's amazing. Good old games is always bringing back some great stuff. Um, what's that? Is it Night Dive Studio that's bringing back? Uh, I'm trying to think if it's Night Dive or something else that's bringing back like... Um, uh, System Shock 2 and stuff like that. And they're it is back, Night Dive. Yeah, he's bringing the original as well, uh, the System Shock, and they're making their own version of that and updating it to you know the latest and greatest in graphics and everything. And it's it's like it was great. I just watched a no clip um, YouTube video of that, and that was fun to see. So, mm-hmm. but uh, as you do, all right, okay, sorry, sorry, slow down here. All right, so Scully. It's going to be available for you to enjoy on various platforms. Uh, anybody and everyone should try it out. Maybe look at it, get a demo, give it a whirl. So, all right. So now I'm going to go on to what really got me excited. Um, this game was a PlayStation 4 exclusive, okay? You were not able to play it until now 
on the PC. It is only on the PlayStation 4 and PC now for you, and that is Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition, is available for you to own on PC. Um, I have recently just started playing this on the PlayStation 4. I know I'm a little a late bloomer to uh, getting into this game. This game is fucking awesome. I love it. It is a great single-player you know, post-apocalyptic, you know, type of game that kind of like honestly makes us go back to being, uh, I, guess, I guess, nomads or tribes and into, you know, like I feel like, you know, the 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 group that we're portraying in this is a lot of very Viking-esque, you know, uh, group of people. The, uh, is it, I think I'm trying to forget, remember the clan, the Nor clan or something like that. Um, man, this game. I'm still playing it right now, and I haven't got far at all because I'm all into doing side quests instead of main class, uh, the main uh, quest line, and like doing all the little things off to the side and helping other people. That's that's how I play the game, and this game is just phenomenal. And this was uh, I don't know if this was a launch title for PlayStation Four, but it was damn close to it. And it's an exclusive that when I heard it was coming to PC, I was like, oh, this is going to be a treat for a lot of PC gamers that have only stuck by PC and not even gone near consoles. Uh, it's a great fucking game. Um, I know that I can't ask Ken or Critter if they play. Navi, have you got to play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn by chance? I have not had the opportunity to play this game, unfortunately. I have seen plenty of other people play it. Mm. And from what I have seen... I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a game that I enjoy mm-hmm. personally, but I can definitely appreciate like the amount of detail that has gone into it. Um, I'm kind of picky when it comes to the, the games I play very inherently. Mm-hmm. So games like this that are very open world and ex- just have a deep level of exploration don't really scratch that itch for me when it comes to that style if it has open world exploration stuff like that i'm more of like the sci-fi space kind of person oh gotcha okay okay so a game like this for me doesn't necessarily hit that note of like i must seek out and play it but i can definitely appreciate it for what it is and what it's trying to do and the thing that like I find for like these games where you're it's a role playing game, you know, uh an action role playing game that uh to to share with some people who are looking for like any type of what type of genre is it? Uh for me it's it's that, you know, I, I love those games where I'm gonna get lost a, as being a character and in the story. I like to to be a part of the story and have a choice. Do I follow the dark path, the light path? This this is one of those games that allows you to be who you want in the game. I mean, you can sure you can be an asshole to everybody and like you know uh, fuck over their day or or act really crass or say rude things to them. Um, but then at the same time, you can also um, be the smart ass in this game. You can you know you know insult them, uh, but then they don't catch it. You know, or you can just be like. Well, you know, the, the, 
the the kind-hearted person is like, oh, that that sounds very, you're on your own. Of course, I'm that dork who does the kind-hearted shit. Um, but this this uh, game, man, just the the detail is what really caught me, is the, the idea of being in a post-apocalyptic world where animals that are giant machines, like, you know, not going to lie, there are these things called striders, and they're very much like horses, and they're robot mm-hmm. horses. I've, I do not have a problem blasting a robot horse uh, at all in this game, which is kind of <laughs> weird. I have problems. Um, but, you know, um, this game, the, the art, the, the design, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful fucking game. Um, so could you get the same effect taking acid and going to a Chuck E. Cheese? Well... Yeah, being haunted by giant mechanical. <laughs> yeah, animals. yeah, you, you know, uh, uh, maybe like, if like they're, you know, they have how they have just basically it's like a fur, like costume put over the mechanicals, and then you just see yeah, it under exactly. there. It's it's like nightmare fuel. Yes, yeah, you could have that. I mean, it's like seeing Hoggle from uh, you know Labyrinth when it all the latex and everything melts away, and it's just all the motors and servos and everything. And uh, you, oh, do yeah. I have some games for? you gentlemen then yeah what was uh the um oh what's the game with the teddy bear thing five nights yeah. at freddy's yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 probably one i need to buy for you ken and you just have to you go through that 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 in, in joyful tale <laughs> all right horizon zero dawn the complete edition now available for the pc used to be only on playstation 4 is available for you to own in your collection if you're one of the pc fans uh highly recommended on my side if you're into the action rpg critter it is now time to wake up are you still there buddy i'm listening <laughs> all right okay kids if you didn't spend all your tokens save them for next time ta-ta till next time assholes all right (sighs) still think still think crockpot would be a good movie (laughs) (laughs) it would be it would be brilliant i'm telling you ken you're you're filled with gold fucking gold kid Nah, I'm just, just imagining like a two foot high crocodile walking out of a fucking trailer, holding a doobie in between his fingers. <laughs> I let's red, just like, hey, where's my fucking munchies, you assholes? Oh, you know Drop. what? It would be it would be fucking uh, uh, rec- uh, what I reckon, Nate or whatever. That it'd be his. Vo- what up, champions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah! That I'd watch that shit. I'd fucking watch but you, that. But you see his nubby little arms; he can't get the the doobie up to his mouth, so he's got to like hold it with one of those gopher claws. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. smoke it that way. Yeah, my cousin was a T Rex. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, was the T Rex a protagonist or an antihero in Jurassic Park? I kind of feel like maybe like. An anti-hero? Yeah, I agree with that. Totally right? anti-hero. Yeah, and especially uh, in Jurassic Park 3 or, or the Jurassic World. Dra- well, either oh, one. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. You know, in, in Jurassic World, he would be uh, he would be like a true chaotic neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always yeah, I always found myself confused reading those uh, those charts. But um, <laughs> no, I would say, hmm, I'd say almost like arch villain uh, in the first one. But no. considering... 
Well, so I I, guess. I'm just saying based on like, okay, so the true villain of the of that movie was the Raptors. The Raptors. Yeah. And when they all thought they were fucked, here comes a T-Rex rah, right in, oh, saving everybody. Oh, shit. Oh, well, in that case, the T-Rex was just hungry. I mean, I don't yeah, think exactly. Any- he didn't give a shit about like smaller, like little, little scraps yet. He's like, let me eat these fuckers first and then yeah. the other ones. But, you know, that's the thing. He was like, I'll, I'm just here to kill. Doesn't matter who it is. I'm just here to kill. <laughs> Good yeah, or so bad. Maybe, maybe chaotic neutral. Chaotic <laughs> neutral. <laughs> I'm going to eat, bitch. All the more reason why the T-Rex is just such an amazing dinosaur. I mean, if the T-Rex were, were really, you know, a foodie, it could have stopped and thought, all right, you know what? I'm going to wait until my food eats whatever the hell it's about to eat, and then I'm going to eat that. It'll be like a turducken. <laughs> See, <laughs> like a- and also, you should understand that fear releases adrenaline. Adrenaline makes meat taste bad. Yeah, so that's true. What the, the, the T-Rex should have done was establish like a friendship with his meal. So it's not as scared, <laughs> you know, like, so the guy, so the little boy thinks he's like got a pet T-Rex and then finally the T-Rex is like, the boy is, we're watching a movie. He's rubbing my nose. He, he's, he's totally at peace. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got, got him. Delicious. <laughs> right. Then he's just kind of laying it back. Like, oh, that was worth the wait. That <laughs> oh, so good. I, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that, though. I put in a lot of work for that. Yeah, there's nothing like the buttery flavor of trust. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best marinade. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. That's beautiful. There's no, there's no amount of sweet baby rays that can recreate that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad that I challenged him to drink this bottle of Worcestershire sauce. Ah, <laughs> right. bro, maybe you should eat all this, drink all this Worcestershire sauce. I don't know. Really? <laughs> I dare. I, I bet you can't drink that whole bottle of liquid smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. Uh, you know what? Here's good for your cholesterol if you boof garlic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing me, Ken. Uh, <sighs> oh, I'm so hard. I'm starting to cry. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, um. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. No problem. <laughs> thank you, Ken. You almost yeah, killed our uh, our guest there. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. It's what we do every now and then. Yeah, little little nugget of gold floats up to the top there. Hi, oh. That's <laughs> a lot of sifting, though. There's a lot of sifting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of time panning in the river, but then bam. <laughs> Kids yeah. that trust you taste better to dinosaurs. <laughs> That's one for the archives right there. Right. <laughs> and that will bring us into tonight's topic du jour. They can talk about the favorite kind of dinosaur or their singing counters at the adult store. But they probably won't be talking about the football score. It's the watch your mouth motherfucking topic du jour. Brought to you by Abigail's Ghost. Trending now on Spotify. God damn it. We were talking talking about our fucking dinosaur right before that. And I didn't even think about it. Shit. 
No, it's perfect. Oh. Perfect. Uh, no, they, they, no, they nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed, nailed it. it. Oh. He knows this. Fucking bones. Love you, buddy. Uh. All right. So, uh, Navi, do you want to take this one? And uh, being that this was um, your topic idea, just to kind of run us through what, what you had in mind? Sure. So, um, as somebody that has been around the Watch Your Mouth podcast since the very beginning, five awesome. years of Watch Your Mouth podcast. Why do you do favorite- this to yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> the reason I did this to myself, Ken, <laughs> is because Michael Kirk approached me hmm. one day. And told me that himself, Dan, and a bunch of his friends were going to start a podcast. Lo and behold, two you weeks immediately later. immediately gave him the raspberry air jerk. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I mean, sure you are, Mike. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's, here's the entire breakdown. We were sitting in, I think it was my team speak, right after I got done with a stream on Twitch. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I knew him. I know him as Soup King yeah. through the internet. Um, he came into my room and was like, hey, dude, do you got a moment? I need to talk to you about something. I'm like, yeah, sure. Fucking get over here. What you got? And all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah, a couple of my friends, my brother and I are planning on starting a podcast. Um, I need a little bit of help to figure out what we need, where we can go and stuff like that. So I lay it out to him. You know, SoundCloud is a great place for you to go to upload and you know, you can get all sorts of different equipment from really cheap to really expensive. What's the budget? A whole bunch of shit. Because to be completely honest, podcasting is a lot like streaming. However, podcasting is a recorded format most of the time. Mm. Right. Streaming is 100% live. You get to see the sausage all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And let me tell you something. There are some things that I wish I could fucking erase from the goddamn internet, but the internet <laughs> won't fucking let me. Right. <laughs> but that's beside the fucking point. Dude. I have I have literally, for the past five years, been shouting you guys out on my streams relentlessly, trying to drive traffic to you guys because I love this fucking show. So much that I'm paying a hundred dollars a month to be on it. We love you to buddy. support you guys. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. And Give I <laughs> good to know, Ken. I'll yeah. talk to you after. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to I just want to talk to you guys about some of the funniest moments, some of the best moments that you think are about the show that you've encountered over five years uh different things that have gone wrong different things that have gone right just sharing the stories of the watch your mouth podcast for the rest of the wimps out there wow okay okay yeah no that's that's good and you know not lying not on the spot i've been like like since we chatted with you about this and like going into what we were going to do as a topic du jour, you know, I, it's like, I've kind of started to try and think back like times for myself is like when like podcasting actually became something I was like, should we do this? Uh, I, I don't know what a podcast is. I don't listen to podcasts. And, and Ken was the one who kind of introduced me to them. I'd heard of podcasting and the only way I knew of podcasting or what podcasting was, was 
uh, through Ask a Ninja. That was about as much as I knew about podcasting. If you go look that up and Ask a Ninja, what is podcasting? Go watch that video clip. And, and I've seen it. Yeah, and 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 I'm just throwing that out to wimps that may have not just to get an understanding. When Ken said, "Hey, do you listen to podcasts?" and I was like, "No, I don't need to." feed whales pies uh no nice <laughs> that was like that was like uh, it's like I, I don't i don't think it's good to feed whales pies they, they might get diabetic and you know they're not eating krill and they should eat krill. oh they're swimming a lot they're earning <laughs> it they're earning it i'm judging them see i'm being an asshole already <laughs> but no but you know that was like i i honestly did not understand podcasting at the time whereas ken uh, I think at the time you were thinking about this, was it was it the Adam Carolla podcast that you were getting deep into? I was listening, yeah. Uh, where I was working, I was listening to the Carolla podcast a lot, and uh, eventually I kind of trailed off because he just kept getting increasingly political, and to me that's just I don't know, that's a bit of a turnoff. Yeah. As anyone who's listened to this show long term might know, you know, that's exactly the kind of shit we veer from. Chief reasons A, we're trying to minimize nut jobs sending us, you know, death threats and hate mail. And B, there's there's enough political back and forth on of just fucking everywhere, the entire rest of the internet. If you really if you want to get into that kind of to and fro, have at it. You know, point and click, you'll find something. I mean, all you really have to do is go look at Facebook or Twitter at this point. It's every fucking Ugh. Yeah, there's just this big fucking Dunning-Kruger confirmation bias bile shit gumbo. And yeah. I, just, I just, you know what, we should do a podcast, but rule number one, we're not swimming in that fucking water at all. <clears throat> yeah, plus with opinions like that, opinions are opinions, so it's, oh, it's so hard when there's actually a lot of information on it. So like Luckily for the strong opinions we have, you know, reference hot, loud, and angry, um, <laughs> there's not that much information about Doritos, okay? <laughs> you know, there's not like other factions of Doritos. Like, no, 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 no. This is the real history of Doritos. Like, no, no, no. This is it. That's, a, that's the only Doritos history. There's no other factions. There's no other lines of thought. This is just how it is. You know, and yeah. whether it's what's the better Dorito. Now there's the. Oh, God. Let me just say, button. though, let me just say, though, hot, loud and angry has to be one of my favorite things that you guys have done in recent memory. I love that. Nice. Absolutely hey, fucking love it. That's a, that's that's a, that's Critter's credo. He he didn't tell you about this, Absolutely. but he, he's got it tattooed across his chest. You know. So. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think that was more of a Ken thing. It was me going on a rant, and then Ken coming in like, yeah. I was like, because I was like, oh, actually, I don't know if that's true or not. And he goes, well, you said it so. Dan, you were like, you said it so angry and loud. I just, I agreed with I you. I accept it right away. <laughs> that, that, that that has to be the truth. This man, he's and, so passionate. And that's where, that's where Ken came in. He goes, he just come in hot, loud, and angry. And then boom. <laughs> and then that's when it all just started clicking. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> the, the Chips episode is probably one of the best, one out, best ones out there. So uh, I'm just going to do a little spot for these guys right here at the $15 level. Hot, loud, and angry. <laughs> On Patreon, patreon.com slash watch your mouth podcast. Support these men. Yeah, treat and get yourself. yourself some hot, loud, and angry because that is one of the best shows out there right now on oh, Patreon. Much appreciated. And none of us went to debate club either. Yeah, no, no. As you may, you may not be able to tell listening. It kind of makes you feel like, well, did we really miss an opportunity in high school of debate? 
Because, like, were we Will Ferrell the whole time? Uh, That's how you debate. No, no, seriously, fuck that. Because having half the information and all the passion about a topic is the best fucking debate that you can fucking have. (laughs) Stop trying to rationalize this shit. You're ruining the immersion. (laughs) Recent studies from the New England Journal of Shut the Fuck Up (laughs) concluded the following. Shut your mouth, Uh, you're wrong, and I'm right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, um, as far as starting a podcast, yeah, I, like, right, I know we're going to need some gear. Uh, um, and I, I was still very much caught in an old school uh, line of thought mm-hmm. when it came to buying gear. Because even when we started, yeah, it was only five years ago. So yeah. USB mics were definitely a thing already. Mm-hmm. They just but, weren't nearly as good as they are now. Right, right, exactly. Uh, so I went very very much old school with it i got a you know a mixer four mics um we had to get all the the hinging arms i mean we had to start from scratch dan and michael teamed up with their dad built the badass table that is now uh in the center of the main studio room with this huge channel running down the center for all the cables i mean it's it's beautiful we still managed to make a complete fucking mess out of it with all the papers and shit and gold coins that are all over it yeah cable but, uh, management is your fucking retirement fund <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's a, don't worry kids i haven't dipped into there yet i haven't needed a sweet treat in a while so we're still we're still riding high on sugar and good old cocoa <laughs> the chocolate 401k <laughs> I still remember the old like album art that you had for the earlier episodes where it was just the table with all the microphones on it and the pizza box right there in the fucking mill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. At the old house. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was uh, at the first <laughs> studio uh, uh-huh. in uh, like near, not far from the folks house. My, my folks was where I was uh, renting a house and uh, it was like one of those things. I have this front room that was doing nothing, and then you know it was like uh, I think we uh, I don't know if when it was, but it was like me and Ken had talked about doing a podcast, and we weren't really pulling the trigger. And it was just like I think at one point I was like, dude, we just need to do this. And it's like we we were we were talking about it, and we got to get everything right. We got to get everything lined up. We need to make. Dude, it. that's always yeah. been our problem. I know the equipment sure. list has been our problem. It's like let's wait until we get everything perfect. It's in the fuck it, see what happens. And you know what? That's the thing I've learned about podcasting is honestly, you get better as you do it. It's it's a matter of just fucking doing it. And that's something that, like, uh, I've been going back. Which is one of our earliest little bits. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. No, it's, it was, it was, we were so up in our heads because, you know, with Ken being a little more knowledgeable about podcasting at the time, you know, with the Corolla show, you know, listening to that and then going and being like, oh, well, I'll check out some podcasts. And I went and started looking into stuff at the time that I was into and like listening to these people. And it was like that situation where I'm like, I kind of think they're talking some English in there, and I heard some words, but I don't know if that was what I was into listening. And I found a lot of podcasts like that. In fact, yeah, I'm going to pull up a, a little memory. Our first dip, our first foray ever into podcasting, period, was a show that uh, Dan oh, was originally on called fuck. the Hit Point Bandits. Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Good God, is that embarrassing? <laughs> oh, fuck. So like, so like, 
I don't even know if you can find that shit anymore, but the Hit Point Bandits was a a group or a clan, uh, not even a clan. I would say like a, you know, multiple games would be playing across. Final Fantasy XI was the first time I was introduced to the Hit Point Bandits. And my buddy, Bo, he was like, dude, I want to do a show where we talk about video games and I want to do a podcast. And it's like, and of course, like... This is even before I went to Ask a Ninja to find out what a podcast was. And I was like, sure, man, whatever that fucking means. Uh, what, do, what do we need to do? It's like, oh, we're going to jump in, and all I need you to do is just be in, you know, Roger Wilco or TeamSpeak. I think we used TeamSpeak at the time. Uh, Roger Wilco was really old. God, I shouldn't say that out loud. I, I, re- I remember Roger Wilco. Dude, you. you're, you're starting to dive into like old school RuneScape territory yeah. on that one. I didn't say GameSpy. Oh, no, I said it out loud. Fuck, what's wrong with you? What, why would you summon that evil back uh, into the world? Fuck, I need uh, <laughs> 20,000 Hail Marys and something <laughs> or other. Oh, so, yeah, that fucking leech of a slam, d- slam down the monster, do yeah. three... Three laps around Blood Gulch and then call me in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You'll be fine. laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> doing the little halo cross. Ah. All right. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, and, and like I, I didn't understand at the time, like Bo's like, yeah, we're going to we're going to record this and then put it out for people to listen. I'm like, who the fuck is going to listen to us? Whatever. <laughs> you know? but, but the exciting thing at the time and I was still in college, and uh, I had a. I was getting introduced to Wacom tablets, and mm-hmm. getting to draw. Is that a on, drug? Yeah, no, 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 no. Calm down. Uh, it's a, the, the flat tablet that you do art on, and you draw with a pen, and then it, it interprets your your pressure sensitivity on, on this pad to your computer via USB. So you like start drawing on this pad, and then lines start appearing on your your screen in your Photoshop or whatever program you're using, and it, it's you drawing it out. You know, but you're drawing it uh, on a pad sitting in front of you while you're watching it appear on the screen, Ken. I have so, two of them. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is like, um, this was a good excuse for me to purchase myself my first Wacom tablet, the Bamboo, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, fuck yeah, and because Bo's like, I don't know how to do art, so we got to make a website so we can put our podcast shit out there, and I'll pay for the hosting and all that. You guys gotta just make the site look good. I was like, I don't know how to do websites, but I can draw. So I'll fucking figure it out. So yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Thank God for WordPress. Cause WordPress was out there, uh, at this time and putting it out and making it real simple for dum dums like myself, uh, which we still use WordPress. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it was an interesting point. Bring that up, Ken. And I had forgotten about that and wished to forget yeah. sooner. But, <laughs> now, but the, the improvement we made was, uh, I think they had, um, didn't they have me on as a guest for some reason? I can't remember what. what? Uh, they wanted the non-gamer perspective? Yes. That was the whole, okay. the whole point was Ken was um, a noob. Um and Ken was just getting into it, like, and I had made Ken play video games in college. Um, I literally had an extra PC. You pusher. I, I was. Dude, mm-hmm. not even lying. I was like a fucking drug dealer for video games on poor Ken. I, I <laughs> provided him my spare uh, PC 
loaded that bitch up with Steam, made him make a Steam account, and then just started buying him games that I was playing. And I said, all right, dude, we're going to play this. We're going to fucking play, you know, Half-Life 2 Deathmatch. We're going to play CSGO. Uh, Not CSGO, excuse me, Counter-Strike. You know, we were playing the original Counter-Strike. And, like, this dude got on, and he just started playing. And, you know, like, like Ken is, when it comes to anything, you know, like musical and stuff, he just picks it up. And he just goes with uh-huh. it, and it's like it, it's it was, uh, it was it was it uh, was shut the fuck up. It's a compliment, motherfucker. I could, <laughs> I could throw a mean toilet. Uh, yes, dude. <laughs> fuck. Speaking of that shit, man. Oh. Uh, the, the the portal gun. All right. Anyway, but yeah. going back to so, it. Yeah. Go ahead, Ken. But yeah, they they had me on to offer the non gamer perspective, and uh, I noticed that everyone's voice sounded fucking terrible. Right. Because they're all on, you know, like cheap headsets or the internal mics or what have you. So I just had this, um, we're talking like a stage mic and not even from a, a company that's reputable for making stage mics. Right. But, um, but we plugged that in and we both would just kind of share that mic, just pass that back and forth. And when we heard the playback, we're like, holy fuck, our voices sound 10 times better than theirs. Right. And uh, I think that might have been the first little kick that got the wheels turning. Like, eh, we could do this shit. And then um, a couple years later, yeah, after listening to uh, the Corolla podcast, all right, so they have to have segments with music before and after, you know, really kind of gives it a, a structure. Fuck yeah. All right, let's do this thing. Not that I knew what the hell I was doing. I'd never worked with um, audio editing software, at least not extensively. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was all a big learning curve. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah, just like Critter said, just, just fucking do it and um, learn what works and what doesn't. And I think we got a pretty good rhythm going at this point. Always yeah. making tweaks here and there. Yeah, yeah. And there's a As you do. Yeah, and we, you know, we're not perfect. Fuck, are we? We're far from perfect. You know, we 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 get in our own heads. We that's that's one of the worst things we do. Like you know, we're thinking, oh, we, we want to make sure we watch this. We don't want to overdo I, I it. Think here. That- I think the worst thing about that was how long it took us to get on Patreon because yes. we kept on like Patreon's like, we suggest you make a video. So we took that as, as just scripture that like, Oh, we have to make a video to be on Patreon. And then I don't know, three years fucking later, four years fucking later. Yeah. I was just, we were just like, you know what? Why don't we just fucking get on it? And if people want to give us money, great. If not, we'll make the video later. Mm. As like, I, I kind of felt like we were like losing a lot of opportunity just by like trying to make something perfect. Right. When we yep. would, like the idea of having something perfect mm-hmm. is, is great. But if you don't fucking do it, it's just an idea. But then again, you never fail if you never make it. So there's that little little thing then it always falls back on how the fuck would you know if you don't make it if you don't fucking do it right yeah, exactly. well what sucks is we were doing it for four fucking years you know yeah. like we yeah. were putting out content and people seem to like it and then we're, we, we just had this overwhelming guilt about just like, should we ask people for money? Is that rude? Is that, what do we do? Yeah, because that, that, right. that is, it, yeah. It, and that was our thing, because we're a swearity. So we're giving money to charity, but are we supposed to ask for money for us to, you know, keep keep the lights on and keep recording? It's uh, a weird yeah. situation. Well, and, and that's the thing, is like, 
So uh, another thing, you know, going back to another thing we were trying to do is going to conventions, uh, right. you know, and pushing our content to get new listeners. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is every time we push it to somebody, they would grab their wallets and purses and start opening it up. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? They're like, oh, I want to donate to y'all. I was like, well, we would like you to donate to the charities. And it's so, it's so much easier for them to just give you money right then and there than it is to give to a charity, like go on a website and just say, here's 20 bucks, you know, and send out They Folks were like wanting to give us straight money. And it, yeah. that was a weird thing. Now it was for the charities, of course, you know, mm-hmm. that would, that would, and that was, it was exciting to see people want to give, you know, but the, the problem was, is, you know, we were not that type of like where we take money in and then send it to these people at the time. You know, it's, you know, as we gotten older and wiser, that's that we found out that that's easier, you know, but it, the, the thing is, is then after asking that and being a, a swearity, trying to raise awareness and bring up these great charities for people to look into and donate to and, and share their, uh, their, their credo or, you know, whatever they're trying to promote, you know, it's, it's like it. Now it's like, do we ask for money or do we just keep doing this because we love doing this, you know? And always bring back the match, match our donation. Yeah. I mean, like I, I know that was early on. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know that was in like the first couple episodes, then it kind of pittered out. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had people match donations or over actually give more money than us, but uh, yeah. you know, whatever the case is, you know, it's like, as long as people give to the charity as well, we should just say, Hey, match us yeah. or a third mm-hmm. of us, whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those kinds of things, like even in content creation, whether it's video or audio, it's very difficult to ask your audience for money because you don't know if you're going to feel comfortable in that situation. Yeah. Hell, I feel awkward as hell every single time I go live and be like, would you mind sparing $5 to me so I could get like a six pack of chicken nuggets down to McDonald's, please? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, as a creator, you know, that's something like, and man, to think of just what is available now for creators and just creative people uh, in comparison to uh, when 2015, you know, when we were looking into this, like, I don't even think, I don't know if streaming was getting as big as it is. You know, I know YouTube was big. It it was starting to, I mean, the industry isn't like it was now, you know, no, like back in back around that time, even hell, even earlier than that, I started all the way back in 2010. No shit. Yeah. Um, dude, it was a wild West. Like nobody knew, nobody knew that was going to get to this level of popularity and like shit dude just the amount of the amount of shit that you can just look back on when you have any sort of tenure and be like i i I really fucking did that how fucking stupid was i god damn well yeah no i I, looking back to us i think um dude it you, you don't think about, uh, especially when you go into something like this and just kind of just fuck it, let's do it. We'll, yeah. we'll do it live we'll, yeah. or, you know, we'll record it and then see how it goes and then edit out what we need to, you know? I mean, the mm-hmm. first, 
the first episode, Kenny worked on the first two episodes kind of got molded together into one episode because like there was it was just yeah. this weird the situation. The first one was a total fucking train wreck. Yeah, it was. It was. Here's the thing. It wasn't a train wreck. It was a fucking pilot because it was just Ken and Michael talking about shit. Yeah. yeah. That, and technically that was the second recording we ever made yeah Dude, i'm that, pretty sure that's, that's such a good point that it was a pilot because like it's it's like the inaugural season if you ever watch a tv show which navi apparently you haven't but how tv shows go they don't they don't even get their stride until like season three a lot of the times so yeah. if you listen to the show like it was so meandering about what we're like like structure and you know gimmicks and things like that and and lord help me i, I feel like we lost so many great fucking bits yeah. over time sugar cock o'malley god i wish that would come back yeah but, oh, no. I, I was just getting ready to say we should roll into like some of the best bits because sugar cock o'malley and peanut butter fuck you in the mouth are my two favorite <laughs> bits ever yeah, of those two Dude, and, and like I can still remember the the flavor sensation of biting into that <laughs> fucking Darth Vader cupcake, the peanut butter fuck you in the mouth nightmare that was. Dude, it really was. It was just like you're looking at this frosting and you see Darth Vader. It's like, hey, this is gonna be nice and chocolatey. Awesome, here we go. And all of a sudden, it's just a fucking inch and a half. Of fucking peanut butter, the smoothest peanut butter that just is going to stick to every, like, inside your mouth all over the place. And it's only instantly peanut butter for the rest of, like, the next 30 minutes is all you get. It was, <laughs> I, I was in Disneyland or Disney World, the happiest place ever, with fucking Star Wars. And I, I loved our fitter, but fucking goddamn it, it was too much peanut butter. <laughs> So that cupcake basically Ghostbusters 2 the inside of your mouth. Yes. Why am I dripping with goo? <laughs> Beautiful. Like and, and like and and I'll tell you right now to this day the only person who got to watch the misery just go across my face in real time is Ghost Jess. And she just like oh, watched. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful. Like right there, yeah. Ghost Jess. Yeah, know, like she, yeah. Was, she was Jess until she had her oh, central swimming pool. I died. <laughs> moment. Yeah. And boy, right. did I have a field day with I'm, that. I'm just getting playbacks of the episode where you were talking about this. Oh, oh man. It, it was just yeah, amazing right. how often it came up in that one episode. Like, yeah. You're a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was the the road trip episode where Dan brought up all the way Steve, all the all way the fucking way. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one ran for several oh. episodes after that. Just any sort of sleaziness with Steve. Yeah, uh, it's like a <laughs> and and also the big bag of fuck no. Oh man, you know so. The thing about the big bag of fuck no, which was great, it, even though it's a big bag of like it was bad branding for a big bag of fuck yes, it, it was filled with. I, I have boxes of prizes that stuff that I want to give to people, but like it is the hardest thing to get people to like respond. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, that was weird to give away shit. It yeah. was it was tough. I and yeah. then you know when we when we gave to somebody who had earned it or won it, you know, out of the drawing, like it was like, yeah, if you don't mind, just take a picture with the stuff and and send it back to us when you got time. Crickets. You know, it's like we want to show that we gave this to you. We want people to know that we have this stuff. 
I have boxes of fun stuff that I would love to give to people. And it's just like giving stuff away, even at conventions. People don't think they, they put down their emails and they get added to our email list. And they don't think they, that this stuff is like, I have kits of stuff that I put together. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm going to send this email off. Okay, maybe they're having a tough month. All right, next month. All right, bad month again. Let's go again. All right. This is third month in a row. Okay. All right. I'm going to do this another week and just give it a try. Send that out. Yep. Nope. That's another week. One more. Give it a try. Fifth time's the, tr- the best. All right. Oh, man. It, it broke my heart every time someone just like unsubscribes from the mailing list. I'm like, oh. come on. It's not, it's not even that much. It's <laughs> once a, It's like once a week. That's when we were doing it every week. It's like, it's once yep. a week. Come on. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Because what sucked is it gave me notifications on the Watch Your Mouth podcast email and then my personal email because that's how I set up the uh, account originally. So I got a double hit like so and so unsubscribe uh, like oh and then ding ding so and so unsubscribe like god damn it man just just fucking just just ah and <laughs> and like the the thing is is like you know and and that's why Critter drinks more now you know just. just <laughs> That's why he's swimming in fucking chartreuse and blue curacao. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because Ken Ken pointed out. He goes, "Oh, you made a, a you know um, um, a spelling mistake or a grammar mistake in this newsletter." I'm like, "Why does it even fucking matter?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, does it fucking matter? Drinking <laughs> matters. of the old fashioned over there. Are you critter? <laughs> What just, matters anyway? I was very niche at the moment. <laughs> Next newsletter, I'm just going to replace every word with fuck. <laughs> What's it even matter? You're not fucking reading this, are you? Oh, man. It'd be great oh, if you did shit. that just for funsies in one of the mailers. Just put fuck for every word. And then in the mail, if you read this, email us at da 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 and you get a prize. <laughs> Which you'll never claim, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I would claim that shit in a fucking heartbeat and post it up on Twitter like a fucking badge of pride. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you're one of our prized wimps. You know, that's another thing. It's like, uh, you know, and, and that's something that's amazing is even though Michael started talking about it and asking you questions about the podcast, getting organic listeners and people who comment and say something. Oh, it's, it is so fucking exciting to get an org organic listener. Just, yeah, it's orgasmic getting an organic listener. Just somebody I didn't even know or find out to comment or say something like one of them that actually showed up, you know, is the Mm -hmm. Anastasia. So like that one did not know this person, <laughs> had no clue who they were. They're a friend of my friend that started listening to us through finding our podcast through her on Facebook mm-hmm. and and then started listening and commenting and sending us printouts of information, cards. I've got a board up in the studio right now where I pin the shit up and I look at it and I'm like, these people have taken the time to send us something awesome. Like Rissa sending us something great. Um, our buddy Matt. Jess who's, G. Yeah, yeah, Jess G. Jess G sends us all sorts of great stuff. Like oh, that's where we books. got the clown baskets. Oh, I forgot about clown baskets. Man. Clown basket. Oh, I, um, so you guys want to know something mm-hmm. really, really funny? Yeah. You know Craze Llamas, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He started following the podcast because of uh, Thomas and me. So, Fat Man. 
and yeah. me. Yeah. What? Yes. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I actually heard that. I remember hearing that. No, no. So um, on, awesome. on, the, on the website that we all use, we all used to be a part of Mixer, which uh, unfortunately just shut down yesterday at the time of this recording. I know, um, man. Oh, I yeah, love- I I lost my partnership over there, and I had to move over to Twitch because of it because of the shutdown. But that's neither here nor there. Old news, right? Um, I I will admit I was listening to one of the episodes of the podcast live on my stream as an opener because I wanted more people to listen to it. And Craze Llamas was listening to it along with us mm. as I was playing Elite Dangerous. Oh. Mm-hmm. And from there, he subscribed to the podcast yeah. and eventually got in touch with you guys requesting to make a soundboard right. of your podcast. Nice. That's where the motherfuckers gets in there really well, I bet. <laughs> Dude, that was a tough one. Honestly, that l- little quote, you got, oh, don't, oh, don't, then they're motherfuckers. I, I couldn't dude, do no, it. Dude, I love your quotes because <laughs> you, you overthink them to a point where it's just, I'm like, dude, what? No, just, just fucking say it. Yeah, bro. you are. It's like I get so inside. My, every time I do a quote, I just want all this, all wimps out there to understand. I start to panic. Cause I'm gonna, I like, I even fuck up so bad. The takes, the poor shit that I put Ken and Critter through. Whenever <laughs> I have to do a quote, you know, it's like, it's like, I just want them to like, oh, you guys got it. You, you can do the quote. Cause I'll fuck it up. No, that, that's that. The panic threshold for Dan is when I have to quote something and then try to act it out at the same time. Because you can read shit, sure, that's easy. But then putting it in the intent or the intensity uh, that somebody said it while uh, you know acting it out, I start. I'm like, oh god, oh god, I'm I'm gonna die. I'm sweating. Oh lord, performance anxiety. Yeah, I know. Oh jeez. So funny because we all have like. Well, everybody but Ken, so fuck Ken. Yeah, fuck you, Ken. Um, you make it look so easy, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I love you. He does, okay, to be fair, he does have a weakness because be, he's uh, very good at me- uh, memorizing it, but he can't do the read of the inflection of everything. See, that's the only strong point. I can't remember shit. So if you're like, uh-huh. if I'm trying to memorize a quote, I can't fucking do it. But I could read a quote like how it sounds on the video for the most part. Mm-hmm. So that's, but I have to fucking read it. I have to fucking read it. I, was, I have to have my Q baby there because otherwise I'm fucking dead in the water. <laughs> Definitely need your Q baby. Ken's the Ken's cookies full fat Friday. Mm. Just where he's going in manually. Yeah, I lost it. Absolutely <laughs> fucking lost it. Well, what's it, funny is that so Ken and I share shit like all day, basically. We uh-huh. share memes and videos and stuff all all fucking day. And I was watching like a, a tasty video, and this guy went in full fucking force <laughs> with his hand, mixing up these tomatoes and stuff. And I had it like, oh, he went in manually. <laughs> so it's like I had to turn it to Ken. I was like, look how manual this motherfucker got. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never see that on like a surgery instructional. It's like, no. all right, I'm gonna move the fucking get this kidney out of you know, fuck it, I'm going manual. <laughs> Hand in, <laughs> move that over, shift. <laughs> get over, uh, you fucking spleen. Dude. Just just thinking back on all of it. Uh, five years of watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to every single fucking episode. 
every single time one goes up. Uh, that's I'll, sure. be honest, I'll be honest with you, Navi. Uh, it's 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 a delight for for me specifically. Um, I can't speak for them, but I thoroughly enjoy doing the show. It's almost therapeutic uh-huh. um, because, like, you ever you, you like even with your friends, your close friends, you can't just talk about nonsense a lot of the time because sometimes they're just like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Like, I don't want to talk about Doritos for two hours. So I'm like, well, okay, that's you're wrong for that, but sure, okay, <laughs> you can be wrong. Guess you I can need be new wrong. friends in. Yeah, yeah, that, that like that's something I've learned from Critter, and and, and it's one of my favorite comebacks. Is you know, as soon as somebody's like you know counter counter you know countering my 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 opinion, I was Your like, opinion. Well, it yeah. has to be an opinion. Yeah. That's what makes it better. It's like, like, it's like, it's like okay, you can be wrong. You can be wrong. That's fine. <laughs> and and like I, I love. That's something new I've learned to say to people because they don't expect it from me. And it makes me oh. so happy seeing that reaction in their face. That little, wait, some people what? get offended hard. Oh, they it's do. like, okay, you could be wrong. And they're like, they, they do. How can I be wrong? It's my opinion. I'm like, oh my God. I, I, like one guy did, I did that to me. He, he got really mad when he said he didn't like American cheese. And I was like, that's cool, man. You can be wrong. He just, how can I be wrong? It's my opinion. I'm like, I, I he's just like, that's messed up. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of done with this conversation. So I'm just going to turn this way. That's when you spin it and say, no motherfucker, you're in the goddamn hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, oh, dude, it's not, it's good to hear, you know, that perspective, Navi, man, it's, it, you know, it makes it that much more of an, a joyful experiment experience for myself. Um, you mm-hmm. know, because like, you know, there, there are times where we we only get, you know, feedback comments and stuff. Um, uh, when we were starting out where we would have to read them and, you know, we'd see them in just text format. And then it was like, you know, I started to dig into Google and see what Google was offering us, you know, as a, as an email and everything. And it's like, Oh shit, you can set up a phone line. That's when it started getting excited for me is like hearing people's, uh, inflection when they were talking, commenting, sharing something, doing the zombie games, um, you know, just sharing thoughts, you know, you know, just calling up saying, what's up motherfuckers, you know, here driving home, just wanted to share something, listen to this episode, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, that shit is so great to listen and be a part of, uh, it, it, it lights me up to, you know, hear other people sharing their comments, their, their opinions, you know, and oh, plus, plus we don't have to read them. Oh, yeah. thank God. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I never realized how poor at reading I was until I had to fucking like read someone's zombie game. I'm oh like, yeah. Do I just not know how to read anymore? Yeah. Is it just like all memes that it's just like, it's gotta be short bursts. You know, everything's got to be short bursts. Critter has devolved into communicating in memes. That's how he <laughs> right. communicates with everybody in text form. It's just memes. Right. If it's that's not true, that's, written that's very a, true. Yeah. If it's not a header and footer written in impact. <laughs> then. Critter, just point at the picture. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Tell us by meme. Let us know how you feel. No, and, Dude, and well, memes cover everything. So yeah. let's not go yeah. into that because I have very strong opinions about memes. <laughs> he, he, he's probably one of those people that organizes a meme folder on his laptop. <laughs> no doubt. Well, no, it's not organized. It's de- I, de- I definitely save memes because I'm like, oh, someone will like this. Oh, someone will like this. Ooh, someone will like this. 
I definitely do that. Yeah. You, you'll, oh, yeah. you'll eventually get to that point where you have so many memes that they have to go in their own fucking subfolder and be like, okay, well, I'm not exactly happy today. Uh, where are my fucking angry ones? No, no, I don't do because I don't share them. With, like randomly, I only share them with specific people yeah, who it pertains yeah. to. Yeah. So mm. like, like Ken gets the weird fucking ones. <laughs> yeah. No. It, no. It, it's it's top choice. Oh good. no! I, I know those memes. They I just, know those they, memes. They're fucking weird. And they're if I were to bizarre. send them to normal people, if I send them to normal people, they'd be like, "Dude, I I don't even what is get this? it. It's misspelled. I don't even know what. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why is everything about beans with you? It's all beans. I mean, you're talking to somebody that you previously thought hung up streamers for birthday parties as a profession. <laughs> Remember that conversation? Wait, at all? did I say that? Yes, Ken, you did. I think it was that episode, sounds like something I would say. I think it was episode number 73 or 74, one of those two, were in Dan's Arcade, where he was talking about we made some friends. I'm not sure if you guys are going to remember this because it was a uh, long fucking time ago. Oh yeah, but well, as we've mentioned before, like, we we forget what we say after we say it. I mean, yeah, this I'm going like, to forget this yeah, episode yeah. as soon as we hang up. Yeah, this is uh, like real time Alzheimer's. I am like, <laughs> like going super dark here, fucking super fan, super dark. Good job, Navi. Yeah, right. A plus for effort. <laughs> fucking nerd. Anyway, <laughs> fucking <laughs> dark. <laughs> So the fact that you were able to to pin down not only the episode but the segment. Oh, this is the episode where we I, I got introduced to the Jim Buck. Well, that's one episode seventy eight is when Critter introduced me to Jim Buck. I'd never had one before, and like this is one of the like staple cocktails that we'll have on the weekend. It was the episode where Dan mentioned a, a game entitled Days Gone, which uh, oh man, Days Gone, y'all, of- y'all fucking <laughs> just went for the fences, man. The fucking fences, dude. Y'all were just like ripping into that game. <laughs> fucking I, don't even remember. I think it was zombie related, right? Yeah. The, and the whole idea is, it, you know, it's a po- post-apocalyptic world where zombies have the taken days over. gone. The days gone. Yeah, used to be people here. <laughs> days gone. God damn days gone. it. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Ah, oh, that was uh, that was okay, one so episode number seventy one. Excuse me. Okay, seventy one. All right. Okay. Yeah, episode seventy one of the Watch Your Mouth podcast and Dan's Arcade. Towards the very end is when he started doing all the shout outs ah. for different like broadcasters and streamers and Let me see here. Yeah, people I guess it, I was going to make a joke about streamers. Yeah, it would either be professional party decorators or people that run almost nude, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was sounds, a, sounds about right. Sounds about right. Ah, the drink of the night was the margarita. That's what that it was. Is. That was actually All a right. Ghost Jess episode. She was on there as well. So nice. Yeah. I like that squirrel. That's what she said about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because I'm, the, I'm that asshole squirrel on Twitter that continually replies to everything that you guys 
start posting about and we love it man comments that's the thing no, it's we, like getting, we absolutely love that kind of stuff getting replies they, they are great it, it's it's always fun and and i'll let you know that you know uh, critter has been a key person when it comes to social media and also the mm-hmm. art and that's something that you know when we started out and i was doing you know my best to do graphics design which you know what I'm just not that talented at graphics design. Graphic design. Um, can't even say the fucking word. I can, man. I can't fucking say graphic design. No, um, but no, uh, doing that color color theory is one of my weakest things as an artist. And you know, drawing stuff's fucking easy. I can draw whatever needs to be drawn. But like actually making it get clean and look presentable and be something. And like that's something I've always treasured about getting critter to be a part of the crew is like he brings such brilliant color and vibrance to our artwork and everything that we do like all the quotes and everything like that that we have now it's really a treasure to have that because it looks so professionally done Mm -hmm. um and, and that's something that you know i don't get to say enough on the show but like reflecting on that not having to do all the art and have it at Dan style level and getting this much higher professional level at where Critter is, God damn it, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, but if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have the mouthy. Uh, yeah, the, the exactly. mouthy. Yeah, if, it, if it wasn't for Ken and Critter, we wouldn't have Larry's. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, for sure. Larry's. <laughs> I mean, oh, y'all man. just going back y'all to the- even created a fucking cocktail for Larry. It's scary, but Larry's the one who brought it up himself, and it's just like this character, this this mythos that's been made through this this podcast through stories of you know Project Pat and Critter telling us about the the yacht club that they they were at, and this old old dude just rolls up with Diet Sunkiss, put it in a bat. Captain Morgan's that done, you know? Yeah. That's it, oh. dude. Like five fucking years, guys, you have turned out some of the greatest content that a lot of us have listened to. And just speaking for myself and hopefully for the rest of the wimps out there that aren't able to do it themselves or haven't been back for a little bit. All I want to say is on behalf of all of us, just thank you for everything that you have given us over the last five foulest fucking mouth years to possibly give us fuck yeah man and we look forward to more yeah cheers if, if man you think about it it's like over 250 hours of nonsense yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is great nonsense that is really easy to drink to and sometimes to forget the next day because something didn't come out right or wrong or whatever the fuck but still Dude, I, mean, I, and I, I do want to specify this, that this is not a paid advertisement because he actually pays us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. I do. You know, yeah, um, man, we love you. You too can pay a hundred dollars a month to be on the show. You just have to have the cash flow to do it. Right. Right. No, absolutely. I, and, and, you know, every little bit helps, you know, we've got our wimps out there that they throw us a, a, a dollar a month and you know what? Just that alone, that's awesome. Hell yeah. You know? Absolutely. And and <laughs> the other thing is, is like, you know, with Patreon, we're trying to push so that we can give you more content that, you know, and, and make you feel treasured because you are treasured when you're our Patreon members and that you give to us and you share your income 
and tell us that you like our content. That's fucking well, awesome. So part of that is just helping keep really keep the lights on behind the equipment that we need and uh, the merch. Yeah, I mean all of our merch stuff goes through that. I mean like, we, have, we have so many uh, we have so many ideas for merch, but we just don't have the money for it. Cause we really want to make Dan's arcade tokens. Oh dude. Yeah. Like a, like almost like a challenge coin or something like that. Something yeah. we've done coasters. We've done koozies. We've done stickers. Stickers. Honestly, I like stickers are the easiest, the easiest, mm. but then at the same time, you know, it's that, that childlike whimsy of getting a sticker and then being able to put it somewhere and then know that you put it there and that's your sticker that you set there. Be that it may, it's not your logo or anything. It's like, you know, like stickers hold value to me. And like, you know, when I don't I get know what one, kind of psychopath you are that you're just able to stick a sticker to something immediately. I got to think about <laughs> dude, it. for No years. placement is key. Okay. Dude, real talk critter. Shut the fuck up. First of all, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> as soon as I got those stickers in the mail, they immediately went on shit. Like the mouthy <laughs> on my fucking computer. Nice. Larry's is on my Nintendo switch Lite. What? I brought that shit work with me the very first day I came off of fucking furlough and people <laughs> were like what the fuck is that and I'm like it's a really awesome podcast I listen to called the watch your mouth podcast you can find them on fucking Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker Google Play, Apple anywhere See, Ken? you can see find podcasts see they record they, they listen Ken they, they, <laughs> they repeat it they as do. you do <laughs> I just don't do. remember the fucking phone number. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I can't. I, I don't remember. I don't even remember what we're on. So the, you did better than me. I'm the motherfucker who <laughs> set up the phone line, and fucking Ken can spit it out like, like it's like it's like usually it's just like hey, hey that's all. That's the number. See, he's like it's repetition, it's repetition, it's repetition. I was like, look, man, I can say that number a million times, and I won't remember it. I just fucking won't. <laughs> I could come up with an, an annoying jingle or something like, if you, you know, got a, if you got a jingle involved, I can fucking do it. But I mean, right. like so just gonna, saying the number. Nope. Not getting yeah, it. I'll, I'll one 800 cars for kids. This motherfucker. Make sure it. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to do my part as like a very long time listener to try to bring more people into something that I enjoy. Right. Listen to. And just as much as you guys love producing it. So. Absolutely. And we do have the the additional kind of hang up of not being able to do a whole lot in the way of paid promotions because the the oh, major platform is over hard on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it, because you have any type of explicit content, you know, it's like instantly you're like you're kind of like put off to say, eh, da, 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 we're going to put you over here. Maybe we might play that after we reviewed it. To no, no, and no, no, it only works that. if you're Ryan Reynolds or South Park because I swear to God, they get away with everything. Yeah. They can bleep shit out and they're yeah. like, oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, yeah, it is. It is funny. Yeah. At this point, it's just better to go crowdfunding. Yeah. Honestly, because most, most like advertisers are not putting out for shit right now. So crowdfunding it mm. is probably the best way to go. And Patreon, I mean, shit, you, you, you got me, you got me good. <laughs> you know, I, I I've, sit, I've, I've been sitting there talking shit to you guys for the past couple of years saying, I'm going to be on the show. I'm going to be on the show <laughs> for sure. Brad. Here the fuck I am. Hell yeah, man. Oh, speaking of, um, before we wrap this all up, Navi, you want to, you want to plug what you're, what you do for, uh, absolutely. Your yes. streaming Where stuff? can people find you? 
Sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram.com slash Navi the Squirrel. That's where I post most of my yo-yoing content, which uh, these fuckers have seen at one point. Yeah, um, motherfucker, you are, man, dude. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Navi underscore Illavas. That's where I have most of my live content for video games. More often than not, you can find me playing Destiny 2, Elite Dangerous, and whatever else fucking tickles my fancy at that time. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash Navi the Squirrel for any uh, tweets and random happenings between myself and occasionally these fucks. Right. And uh, we'll also be including all those links for you in the show notes for this episode. So uh, just make sure if you uh, missed any of that content, just check the notes and you'll be able to click on some easy to click link links to go check out Navi. So absolutely. And listeners um, over the five years, you know, what's something that's jumped out to you something you want to see come back memorable bits, even if it was just a one-off joke, because you know, we have uh, a we're tendency always looking to-, to make more videos for sure. So yeah. <laughs> and also for for all those uh, folks that have been wimps, uh, longtime wimps, and if we haven't said your name, don't panic. We haven't forgot about you. Next episode is all about you. We're going to be quoting off everything that you've been writing up, comments, phone calls, and we've got a backlog of them because you know this COVID shit has like ruined our our setup. So we've got so much. And everything. Yeah, we're we've got so much content from y'all that we're going to be putting into this episode. Um, we're looking forward to it so don't panic if we didn't say anything we still love you thank you a lot for always listening to us these past five years uh keep listening keep commenting keep sharing you know and uh let us know give us a heads up so yeah that is that is the stuff that keeps us going uh this has been episode 169 (laughs) semester 17 swearing on behalf of the ailers danlo society check those guys out ailers-danlos.com um we want to thank absolutely thank navi for coming in brightening up this episode being a supporter of the show especially the entire five years and um yeah just hearing your words of encouragement seriously that that's the kind of stuff that has us ready to record the next one and just to just to keep it going absolutely and i think at this point we need to uh reassign homework to the wimps yeah tell two friends and then they'll tell two. Oh yeah, and, and, so, yeah and so on. Let's and so on and so on. MLM this shit. It's been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen, and I look forward to next semester because you better believe I'm keeping that tier, dude. Crushing it, man. Executive producer Navi showing all our wimps how to do it. Okay. So just so you know, like I said, if you want to be on the show, there is a tier for that for you to check out. So, and uh, like I said, there are other tiers. If you want to check out some of our special content that's available only through Patreon, um, like I said, see what, what uh, levels right for you. You know, we're not telling you to break the bank. We just want you uh, to share if you, whatever you feel at the level you like. So every tier has got something great. You got the $5 tier, you get the, you know, the full on laser reel. A if you listen to earlier episodes, mm-hmm. you, you, you know what that is, you know, it's great. And then at the $15 level, that's when you get the extra show. It's about 30 to 45 minutes of just arguing. Yeah. Pure <laughs> opinionated <laughs> madness. <laughs> so, As I've described it before, 
it's it's like arena football. It's shorter, it's fast paced, and the whole time you're going, who who asked for this? Why does this exist? <laughs> Yet uh, you can't stop watching. You, you just kind of can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like it's like arena football meets a train wreck. Very much so. All right, so until the Zeppelin swings around next time for episode 170, this is Ken Petrie in the Queen studio for Dan back at the main studio. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It is such an awesome experience, uh, especially having Navi on the show and sharing the love. We appreciate it so much, y'all. Thank you. Critter in the Mandeville Blanket Fort. I'm going to make some upgrades to the Blanket Fort for next time. And thank you, Navi, for being here, man. It's been a pleasure. Navi piping in from the home studios of 88.6 Navi FM. Navi the Squirrel. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. I had a blast, and I look forward to even more. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime, brother. Swearing is caring. Watch your mouth. You just type it out and then you don't mm-hmm. realize it until after you post it. You're like, no. And then someone already commented on it. You're like, no. At that point, I kind of feel like once someone comments on it, I'm like, yeah, well, there's that. It's over. And now I know to proofread. Uh, well, <laughs> you think I would have learned that by now. But as a graphic artist, you feel like that's the first thing you do. But nope. Yeah. It's, I still just say, fuck it, rock it. I will agonize over an email. I will go through it with a fine tooth. I will peruse an email. But something on social media that is going to be just immediately visible to throngs of the unwashed masses or just as, as fast as my thumbs will carry it boop out there. Ah, fuck. I forgot an apostrophe. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what's fucked up about all of it is that everything lets you know that late lets everyone else know it was edited. Um, I don't think they let you see the edit history anymore, but they let you see that you were, that you edited it. So everybody can be like, Oh, this fucker fucked up on something. It says, edited. <laughs> I wonder what it was. <laughs> you know, probably misspelled a word. Or don't know if he said something racist or if he just misspelled a word. Don't fucking know. This day in history, and the notorious B.I.G. was assassinated. He got shot. <laughs> Dan, I got some. I got something to tell you, man. I, you, you are gonna love this. Oh God! All right. No, no, this is good. This is good because this, this is a, this is a Dan is right, critter is wrong scenario. Oh, okay. I live for these. I've been going to Sam's to get food and everything just because it's more economical because that's how I shop. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, been buying the variety pack of chips that they have there of the Lay's Frito mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in that pack, they got rid of sour cream and onion Lay's and replaced it with, guess what? Salt and vinegar. Oh, shit. So I have I ate all the other chips and all I have is salt and vinegar left. I'm like, fuck, fucking bullshit, salt and vinegar. And I'm like, fuck it, all they got. So I opened a pack and started eating them. I'm like, hey, fuck it, it's disgusting. Just one more pack. I mean, there's only three left. I might as well just finish. I ate all of them. I ate all of them. <laughs> God damn it. Do I fucking like salt and vinegar chips now? Well, Dan's going to kill me. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is bittersweet. Dan, Thank- Dan is going to be like, oh, you bitch, they're so good. And uh, yeah, I've, I've had several packs since then, uh, several boxes. And I'm like, and I'm just kind of like, all right, salt vinegar, cool. Yeah. 
I'm just going to tell yeah. you the Lay's version of those. Those are the bitch chips, just so you know. Um, oh, maybe that's why I like them. It, it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice, like, it's, it's a gateway drug to salt and vinegar. I'll just let so, you know. You're, you're, you're only just entering. You've got, you've got your foot in the doorway. And, like, you know, the door's trying to close on you, but you're like, no, no, I, I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy this. And it's like, it's like no, no, you don't. <laughs> Wait till you get to the, when you get to the zaps. That's where it starts getting real. That's the shit oh, yeah. right there. Starts getting real when you're like, it's like a tequila shot. You like lick salt off your hand, take a shot of straight vinegar, yeah. and then you bite into a little wedge <laughs> potato. This is the the thing that proves the constant. You know what I mean? This yeah. is the yeah. what do they call that, Ken? The what? What's that? The you know the thing that proves a theory. Uh, a theory baseline. Oh. No, no, no. There's one thing that contradicts it that proves it. Basically, hypothesis. Nah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that means you have the exception that proves the rule. Is that That's what? it. That's it. Okay. That's what I was trying to think of. Thank you. See? Mm-hmm. Fucking the salt and vinegar has got me off the off my game. I'm <laughs> wrong all the time now. <laughs> but you had all the elements of the phrase. You just didn't have the phrase. You know those chips, they have salt and vinegar on them? You know, it's a, <laughs> it proves the rule. <laughs> <laughs> like a thing, but it's not it. It's the exception. The, uh, the exception that proves the rule? No, that's not it. I can't be it. No, that sounds stupid. You just made that up. <laughs> fucking spend your money and get that shit figured out. People went fucking ape shit. What the fuck, man? Well, then that's bullshit. It's on its last legs and we didn't even fucking know it. Taking a shit, bro. It just shit the bed. This is our fucking life. God damn it, Dan, you gave me some shit. Ah, oh, fuck. Life is fucking us. Fucking raw dog in us, kids. That would have been a fucking dick move. Well, let's ruin your fucking day. I don't have to drive. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, fuck that. Just because I look like a fucking nerd does not mean I know computers. I don't know shit about shit. Dumbass motherfucker. God damn it. Fucking losing your shit. Shut up, Dan. Shut the fuck up. Whoa, whoa. Wait a fucking second. How the fuck? Five fucking years. You normally would say, go fuck yourself and throw in trash. Fuck you very much. Screaming into the fucking mic. You do it, motherfucker. I'll cut you. Straight up just like shit that sounded like devil worshipping music. Melodic black metal from Scandinavia shit. Oh, fuck. Here we go. There's no gaming on this episode? Okay, fuck you too. Use pineapple juice. Use orange juice. I'm like, what the fuck? God damn it. Fucking think, people. Think. After that, you're fucked. Fucking Billy West. The fuck are you doing? It was a big clusterfuck of noise. No one say shit. You shut the fuck up. Because I haven't gave enough of a shit. Did you not get the fucking memo? What am I going to do with you guys? What am I going to fucking do? Fucking humidity. God damn it. Motherfuckers. Now I am drawing a complete fucking blank. All roads lead to Dan fucking shit up. Motherfuckers! Honey, get me the scotch. This is going to be a fucking whirlwind.